This is WFAE's Morning Edition. I'm Marshall Terry. Asbestos contamination from an old factory in Davidson is not just an environmental concern on site, it's also a problem throughout the historically African-American neighborhood nearby. So far, cleanups have cost the EPA at least $3 million. Today, in the second of our three-part series, Asbestos Town, WFAE environmental reporter David Borax looks at how Davidson is still dealing with the legacies of its asbestos-producing past, including long-simmering distrust from the black community. An estimated 2,200 tons of asbestos are buried at the five-acre former Carolina Asbestos Company, which made shingles, automotive brake linings, and other asbestos products from 1930 to about 1970. Sometimes asbestos floated in the air into surrounding yards. Over the years, it also ran onto neighborhood streets and into a stream downhill from the factory. And some was moved around town intentionally, carried from the mill to fill in people's yards and driveways, says resident Marvin Brandon. They could go over and get the asbestos, put it in the trunk of their car, bring it home, spread it out of the driveway and crush it up, just break it up or drive over it to break it up because I remember my dad doing it several times. And it may have been used to help fill in what's now the town's Roosevelt-Wilson Park. Parts of the park these days are surrounded by orange fencing while the town awaits an EPA cleanup. Asbestos contamination is also why workers in white suits and respirators have been seen lately removing dirt from streets near the old mill for a water main project. After the mill closed around 1970, Davidson's asbestos problem wasn't talked about much until 1984. Children played in the mill yard and went home covered in white powder. Their mother complained to the health department and soon state environmental officials ordered the mill's owner to cap the asbestos. Residents of Davidson's nearby West Side neighborhood continued to worry about asbestos, but permanently dealing with it wasn't on anyone's agenda, not the owners, the town, or state or federal environmental officials. The 1984 incident reports were filed away, and the old problem remained buried until developers began eyeing the old factory in recent years. It wasn't until asbestos was discovered again in 2016 that town and environmental officials took the problem seriously. John Woods was mayor at the time. When we thought the site was truly stabilized and maybe re-stabilized, then there was a report of white substances uh, flowing down the um, Eden Street slope and down onto Sloan Street. Uh, and that created yet a whole new level of concern. Those concerns spilled over at a public meeting where a developer unveiled plans to tear down the mill and build an upscale apartment complex. Residents didn't want to hear about the redevelopment, they wanted to talk about the leaking mound of asbestos. And they told officials something else. There was asbestos in their yards, too. It's Barrett asbestos. And I think it's probably more than in this general area. And I'm told it's Barrett underneath some homes, some businesses. Ruby Houston has lived across the street from the mound since 1955 and described the problem in a January 2017 interview. She said town officials seemed to react differently this time. I saw the concern on their faces. They acknowledged this is a problem. This is not good. The realization that asbestos might be all over the west side, not just at the old mill, set off a scramble that Davidson hadn't seen before. Town manager Jamie Justice was just a year into his job and unfamiliar with the problem. Yeah, it was uh, hard to get my arms around exactly what it was. And you know, you hear the concerns and wasn't sure what was uh, true, was, was rumor. And so it became this kind of strange thing. Investigators discovered that overgrown vegetation and a burrowing groundhog had loosened asbestos on Asbestos Hill. 
The state was in charge of the old mill site and ordered a new cap. And the Federal Environmental Protection Agency began taking soil samples at properties around the neighborhood. But some residents were wary and wouldn't allow the tests. Ken Raim was the EPA's on-scene coordinator and spoke to WFAE at the time. There are a, a few residents that we've talked to that um, you know, originally thought that we were there to try to take their property or claim that um, we were going to condemn their property. Eventually, 93 parcels were tested and 32 needed cleanups. So during the spring and summer of 2017, workers in full protective gear were all over the west side. Tim Mascara's house across the street from the mill was one of the 32. Here he is in 2017. Guys in full white suits, you know, and, and, and gas masks on, right, and respirators on, pushing lawnmowers um, across the yard. Uh, and then they, they caught all the clippings and put them on a truck and hauled them off and tested them. At private homes and a church, workers dug up a foot or two of soil, put down plastic sheeting, and covered it with fresh topsoil. Altogether, 6,200 tons of tainted soil were trucked to an EPA-approved landfill. All that testing and removal cost the EPA's Superfund program $3 million. But tensions remain between neighbors and town officials. At one neighborhood meeting in April 2017, town manager Jamie Justice faced angry residents. Now with a process to go forward, and now we have the facts, and that's what this is about: is finding out what the facts are, what well, they're going to do with it, that, so we can move forward. Sir, you have facts before. Well, that. to me, now, now, no, now, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you where I'm deal with now. With so. I'm not arguing with you, but again, you've got to listen to the people. Just like in, in Justice the reminded residents that while asbestos may have been ignored in the past, federal and state officials were here now working on it. But nearly four years later, Davidson's asbestos troubles aren't over. A year ago, soil tests found asbestos at Roosevelt Wilson Park, a couple of blocks away from the plant. And at a community meeting, residents insisted that previous testing hadn't found all the asbestos in people's yards. So the EPA began another round of sampling with an expanded testing area. This time, some residents who refused tests in 2017 gave permission. Angela Miller is a community involvement coordinator for the EPA. We knew that when we were out here in 2017 that we were not going to get every little piece of asbestos. We knew that. And when we expanded our sampling, we have now discovered that that was an act of truth. Miller says it's not clear yet what this new cleanup will cost. The EPA will be back over the next few weeks to remove and replace soil at 11 more properties found to have high levels of asbestos. Miller says the park will probably be first. The EPA will give more details in a virtual public meeting Wednesday night. Even with more cleanups, residents have another big concern. Once asbestos is mostly gone, they worry it will speed gentrification of Davidson's west side. Many residents told WFAE that investors are already pestering neighbors to sell their homes. Marvin Brandon is one of them. I actually get letters, I get calls, I get texts. Almost every other day, somebody wants to buy my property. And I have not given anybody my telephone number any indication that I want to sell my property at all. But I get this, and it, and it just it, it kind of angers me. Worries about gentrification are an undercurrent in discussions about what happens to the old mill. As yet another developer tries to put together a project, residents remain wary about both asbestos and the future of their neighborhood. We'll have more on that tomorrow in Part 3 of Asbestos Town. For WFAE News, I'm David Borax in Davidson.